This is the time and again home service. During these dark, difficult days, take a moment to turn up your wireless and listen to this week's episode of Greyhounds, made in association with Yorkshire Air Museum. And remember, your courage, your cheerfulness, and your resolution will bring us victory. everyone uh time to warm up um so if we start with some humming mm-hmm. <laughs> oh dear very good very very good mr jones very good um let's do some nice breathing breathing very good at breathing. In, two, three, out, two, three. In, two, three, out, two, three. <laughs> and if we take a big stretch, arms right up to that lovely ceiling above us. I'm not entirely sure I'm up to the stretching. Ever since I fell over Percy that time. Release. <sighs> Release. Oh, my knees. See, she's so... Oh. She sells seashells on a seashore. (laughs) I've not had this much fun since. Well, we better not go into that. All right, everyone, up on our feet. Uh, Let's practice our sword work. Now, stage combat is very important in this play. And charge and lunge. Oh, God. And lunge. Oh, Oh, this is so much fun. Oh, my bad. Swords together. Oh, don't mind me. You carry on. Yes, very good. Just have a quick sit down. Very good. That was actually better than I thought. Could I take this sword home with me? I thought that went rather well. Hmm. Look at this. Leftover canvas. We'll be able to do all sorts with it. Nice backdrop. Uh, Just one colour, I think. Paint's so expensive these days. Won't the grant cover it? Not if I'm going to get anything halfway decent. There's the costumes to consider. I think red would work. Red's so patriotic. The St George's Cross, the colour of England, the colour of passion. The colour of blood. I imagine there was rather a lot of that at Agincourt. I've got us a nice fish pie for our supper. What sort of fish is it? I'm sure it'll be lovely. It's the best I could manage. You know, you really must think about getting a job. I did think about it. Yes, and now you must do something about it. I did. No, you wrote to the war office asking to be a pilot. It was the air ministry. And what's wrong with that? I'd be a good pilot. Or an engineer. I asked about that too. You can't just write and ask to be something like that. You have to get qualifications, experience. You don't... Well, you're not... You don't fulfil their requirements. They're so determined to wage this war, and yet they insist on ignoring every other able-bodied person in the country because they simply happen to be female. How is that good strategy? What can they possibly be thinking? They know that if they let us out to win their war, they'll never be able to chain us back into our boxes once it's over. They need an extra pair of hands up at Matlock's. To help manage the estate? Help dig the fields. 
Why would I do that? For the money. I don't need money. Yes, because everything just miraculously appears for you. The clothes on your back, the food on the table. I'll stop eating then. Don't be ridiculous. You know perfectly well I don't mean that. Speaking of Matlocks, Will Croft has agreed to play cards with Billy Sheringham and Arthur Nelson on Friday. Billy Sheringham cheats. Yes, I told him as much, but he's going anyway. Foolish. Will you make up a four? You can't earn much on that farm. It'd be a shame to see them drink away his rage. I don't want to. I hate playing cards in the pub. How do you know it's in the pub? It's always in the pub. They don't like it when I play. Of course they don't. But if you won't ask about the job at Matlock's, we have to get some extra money from somewhere. very good of you to come and help. It's all this rain. It's made the ground terribly difficult to turn over. It's no trouble. You do better moving your carrots to the opposite bed. They're more likely to thrive in rock-free soil. I'll have to speak to Mr Jones. He's in charge of the allotment. How's your brother Bert? Any more news? Nothing this week. They were marching uh, to the coast last I heard. He reckons they'll be boarding a ship soon. But he can't give us any idea of where they're heading. Somewhere off, perhaps. Palm trees and bananas. Can't you get some bananas growing in here? Oh, don't be daft, Bert. It's far too cold. Ernest Singleton said he managed to grow bananas in the back of his boiler room. Ernest Singleton's a terrible liar. He used to say his father was Churchill's personal bodyguard until Mr Matlock saw him drinking in the feathers of Biggleswade. I've heard that his old man was really a conchy. Back in the last lot, refused to join up with the rest of the village. No. Was he? It would explain the... Drinking all hours of the day. There's nothing worse than a conchie. Mr Martin said that the constable had one in the cells last month. Apparently they took all his clothes off when he arrived, stuck him in the bin out back and made him sit there all night freezing his... Sorry, Mrs Henderson. Our spirits, you know. All that fresh air we get out in the fields. You boys did a splendid job. A credit to the community. Unlike some I could mention. What do you mean? Perhaps we should be getting back. You know something. Well, I'm not one to gossip, and I would never normally pass on anything so indiscreet. But have you heard about the new girl of Palmer's? Oh, we've got to rehearsals early. Blimey, isn't this all cold? <laughs> oh, what's that? Love letters. A crossword in the telegraph. Is it yours? It was here when I arrived. No fear. Puzzles aren't for me. Knew a girl, though, always scribbling away backstage who can knock off even the really tricky ones in about ten minutes. In London? Yeah. Where else? The city of opportunities. Or it was, before they flattened it. The raids must be bad. Worse than you can imagine. I don't imagine. I read about Plymouth in the papers. It didn't mention a figure, they never do, but based on the population and the areas hit, around 300 people must have died in the raid on Saturday, and yet they say a woman nailed a sign up over the church saying, Resurgem. Resurgem? It's Latin, for I shall rise again, but the statistics don't support it. Oh, well, you can't knock a bit of wartime spirit, (laughs) two fingers up at the enemy and all that. But does it help? Is that the competition in the Telegraph? I couldn't get past the first clue, they're all cryptic. Oh no, I finished that in nine and a half minutes. 
This is just the usual one in the back, but it's not mine. Finders keepers? Well, you're doing well. Yes, I am. But I don't know Eleven Across. The prejudice to Lawrence Olivier's pride of five, six... Well, that's obvious. Great Garson. Oh, I think she's wonderful. So lovely looking. Who's that? You mean to say you didn't watch Pride and Prejudice? No, I'm sorry. I never heard of it. What? Are you serious? You've never read Austin? Jane Austen? Well, I don't have much interest in fiction. All right, everyone, gather, please, gather. I I thought we'd look at Act 1, Scene 2 again. Canterbury persuading the king to war. If we don't get that right, we haven't much hope, my darlings. I don't want to be the Archbishop of Canterbury. I'm an atheist. I've already told you, Ruby. Oh, really, Kate? There's no need to get political. Um, Right, Edward, if you could start us off. Remember that lovely pacing we talked about last time? Uh, Top of page 20. Your brother kings and monarchs of the earth do all expect that you should rouse yourself, as did the former lions of your blood. Never king of England had nobles richer or more loyal subjects whose hearts have left their bodies here in England and lie... Pavilioned. Pavilioned in the fields of France. Oh, let their bodies follow, my dear liege, with blood and sword and fire to win no, your right. No, no, <laughs> that won't do. You're persuading your king to take the whole country to war. Try to imagine how you'd feel if you were Canterbury. I don't think I'd be so quick to advise war. Here, here. That's beside the point. It needs... it needs... Uh, oh, Nancy, read the line for her. Oh, let their bodies follow, my dear liege with blood and sword and fire to win your right. Precisely. With authority, with purpose. Try again. With blood and sword and fire to win your right, in aid whereof... You just said it exactly the same. Well, that's how I speak. Heaven save us. We'll be here all night. I don't mind going over it again. Oh, thank goodness we have a merciful king, eh, Kate? Uh, Edward Nancy, if you could look at Act 2, Scene 4, Exeter's Address to the French King, I'll try to rescue the Archbishop of Canterbury. Oh, Nancy, you'd better read in for the king. Mr Jones has a touch of angina. Best not to overexcite him. Actually, I was going to finish my crossword, and I, I really don't think there's some... Why can't Nancy... I've got a wager with Will. To Bob. A wager on what? Which sister does away with the other first? I said Ruby, throttling poor Kate with one of those scarves of hers, but Will disagrees. <laughs> well, they say you have to watch the quiet ones. Page 34, wasn't it? I must say, Mrs Holt makes a most refreshing dauphin. Never know what she's going to do next. And surprisingly quick for an old girl. The way she charged after those tennis balls. <laughs> I'd watch that up west and not ask for my money back. Mrs Henderson says she's always been the same. She had to be banned from Morris dancing after she whacked Mrs White around the head with her whiffling stick. Mm. I don't think she likes me very much, you know. Mrs Henderson? Why do you say that? Well, none of the old dears do. I see him exchange looks outside the shop. They say it's all coupons and bring and buy, but I don't know what they're really talking about. Do all outsiders get the same treatment or am I a special case? I really wouldn't know. Oh, you do know. I can tell. Well, there's no need to be coy with me. What's the story? Mrs Holt mentioned, and I'm sure it's completely harmless, a man in uniform, you know how tongues wag, was seen leaving your aunt's house early Monday morning. Oh, uh, I see. That explains it. 
like I said, people talk. There's no escaping it in a backwater sort of place like this. I'm sure that it's entirely... Should we make a start? If you're going to be king, you better have a throw. Here we are. Your line. I thought it would be too early for anyone to be up. Though I suppose there's always some old girl with a knee or a back or a grumbling liver. <laughs> Liver's the one, isn't it? It's not what you think. I don't think that it's any of yes, my business. Yes, you do. you do. My husband was on leave this weekend. First time in a long time. And he had to be out early, up at dawn to get back to... Well, I don't know. Can't ever tell us, can they? I had no idea that you were a, um... A wife. What is he, army? Navy, actually. Since before the war. I don't see a lot of them and that suits me just fine. Oh, sorry. That was, a uh, that was impolite of me. My mother always said I talked too much. Oh, you can say what you like to a battered old chap like me. Page 34, was it? He bids you then resign your crown and kingdom, indirectly held from him, the native and true challenger. Or else what follows? Bloody constraint. Bloody hell, more like. What now? Don't, no, don't, don't you get involved now. I'm afraid I'm going to have to finish early tonight. It's impossible, uh, quite impossible, but I'm sure you'll manage perfectly without me. I'm only the director after all. Act one, scene two, act two, scene four. I'll see you at home, I suppose. Oh. What happened? It was me. I'm useless. I unbalance her creative principles by being utterly dead behind the eyes. I don't suppose you saw where I left my pencil. What do you say? Hang out one scene two and go for a drink. Damn good idea. Oh, pardon me, ladies? Well, if you're paying, I'm game. Catherine? Oh, no thank you. I want to finish my crossword. Do it at the pub. Oh, why would I do that? It's noisy and uneconomical. I'd have to buy something to sit in there, whereas I could sit here for free. I worked out three down, by the way. It's literal. Taking words in their usual and most basic sense without metaphor or exaggeration. Yes, I know. I already have that one. Well then. Good night, Kate. It's Catherine. Do you want me to come? Am I supposed to say yes? This was Greyhounds. Written by Laura Crow. Performed by Time and Again Theatre Company. You have been listening to Fiona Primrose, Laura Crowe, Catherine Cowdery, Tim Cooper, Jacqueline Weeble, Jacob Taylor, Paul Wilson, Kendall Boardman, Catherine Reynolds, Samantha Vaughan, Ben Hines, Adam Martin Brooks, and Anthony Morris. Thank you for listening. Please tune in next time, and remember, keep calm and carry on.